Hello, Brother Moreno. This is Brother Strickland. Uh, I got your request to assist you in your continuous education. And uh, uh, so I'd like to do it orally. And uh, so we'll start with the first question, which is, can you provide a brief history of the work? Uh, I'll be as brief as I can, Brother Moreno. Uh, uh, I felt the call to go to Greece in about 1976 or 7, uh, around there. Uh, there was no one there at that time. However, at that same time, uh, Brother Demas, uh, felt led to go to Greece, being he was Greek ancestry, and uh, he had been working in Germany uh, up until that time, and so he went to Athens in uh, around 1975 to 1976, and uh, he uh, founded the Crossroads Church then uh, he did a lot of basic fundamental things in development uh, with tracks and uh, meeting preachers and finding uh, contacts, uh, Greek uh, contacts that were uh, relatively new to the oneness message. And uh, the church was... Uh, on uh, Mikalakapulu when I first came. Uh, then it moved from Mikalakapulu to uh, Lambru uh, uh, uh down by the, uh, on the Lamb uh, Leofortis Alexandros. Uh, so I was in Athens for one year because uh, my original intention was to go to Thessaloniki. So I went to Thessaloniki uh, to start a work. Uh, Brother Demas continued in Athens. Uh, he attempted uh, to start a church in uh, Glyphada at one time, but it didn't last. Uh, so primarily the crossroads was the uh, was the mother church there in Athens. Uh, I was in Thessaloniki, and when I was in Thessaloniki, I uh, became uh, close friends with Brother Kostas Kokinos, and uh, so we then added Brother Kokinos to our fellowship. At that time, we were not organized, but we were developing friendships and relationships with other other pastors and uh, uh, oneness people. Uh, then in 1990, Brother Demos left Athens to go to Germany and left a, a, a national, uh, international, Brother uh, Panama, Carlos Apothen, who was from the country of Mauritius originally, left him in charge of the, uh, the 
crossroads. When I returned back from uh, a deputy, my first deputation, we we had the work in Thessaloniki. We had our uh, church with uh, Brother Costas. There was uh, the church in Athens with uh, at the crossroads. And there were some other churches that we were fellowshipping with uh, in Athens as well. So uh, the, the, our connections with different people began to grow. And uh, eventually we became a, a, an organized group. And uh, then we became nationalized in 1997. Then uh, from there we began to uh, break off daughter works. I left Thessaloniki and went to Crete and opened up the, the churches in Crete. Uh, uh, then I was had to return back to Athens because of the uh, the pastor there messed up, and I had to come back and take that church and clean it all up and I wound up being at the crossroads 10 or 12 years uh, then uh, at that time we had now uh, been organized uh, for several years then we were nationalized uh, and at one time we had like 21 different works uh, which was too many. Uh, we had to organize. Actually, that's the reason we had to organize because we had grown so fast and uh, were scattered all over the country we, from Rhodes to Corfu, from uh, Alexandropoli up by the uh, Turkish border, uh, down to Crete. Uh, and uh, so... We was in Stajanina and Thessaloniki, and we we uh, up on the Bulgarian border in the Kilkis area. Uh, so we 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 just blossomed all of a sudden. So an effort to try and organize all of these works, uh, we became a pretty good group, and they were they were twenty one I think works going uh, churches and. Uh, branches off of churches. Uh, basically, there was uh, Brother uh, Costas, Brother Bondalakis, Brother Zafi Roglu, and myself in Panama. Uh, I may be missing somebody there. But we were about six or seven uh, that made the core of our uh, organization. So eventually from there, uh, we had a split to where we lost about half of our constituency. We were like right at 1,946, I think, was that report that I sent in for that year. But then we were split, and we dropped from 946 to somewhere around 450. I can't remember the exact figure. So... Uh, the, the church was uh, was growing, and then we had our split, and then we've been growing back ever since. So uh, uh, we've added churches, we've lost churches. The number kind of 
fluctuates depending on if people move. Officially, a, tr a group of five people baptized in Jesus' name uh, filled with the Holy Ghost is considered a church. Anything less than that uh, is considered a, uh, a preaching point or uh, a branch group. So anyhow, and and that's where we've been for over the last decade, I suppose, uh, adding churches to where now we are once again uh, pushing 20, 20 uh, churches and our uh, preaching points. So, and we have... Uh, I think it's 16 licensed preachers. So that's that's kind of how how it went. It went from Crossroads and Crossroads and Thessaloniki, Crossroads and Thessaloniki, and uh, Brother Costas and Thessaloniki. It went from then it went uh, from us to I went to Crete. We had another missionary come in for a while and took the church in Thessaloniki from me. And uh, then we had uh, two other churches in Athens, uh, Brother Bondalakis and Brother Zafi Roglu. And then uh, we opened church in Larissa. We opened a church in Lamia. We opened church in Volos. We had uh, opened a church in Rhodes, Brother Gold. Uh, went there and had a good work going. Then, uh, so... Just, we kept steadily just adding, lose a few, gain a few, until we are today. So I hope this is helpful. Uh, what was the greatest challenge to get the church ready for nationalization? Question three. I think my previous answer probably included one and two. Uh, so question number three is the greatest challenge uh, there's quite a few but I per perhaps the greatest challenge was uh, learning the culture of the Greek mentality uh, Greeks are quite a bit different from all other cultures uh, they're very nationalistic, uh, proud, and uh, uh, independent. Their attitude was they didn't want to belong to anything that was foreign. They definitely did not want to be labeled as American in any way or connected uh, they 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 love the American people and everything but it's just in Greece it was a stigma to be associated with a foreign organization uh, in the beginning the word organization impressed me as being a curse word nearly among the Greek nationals Greek pastors so, uh, 
our approach then was we kept fellowshipping with uh, a group of oneness preachers uh, who wasn't quite connected together with us on the total basic doctrine. Uh, they, they believe one God. They had started baptizing in Jesus' name. And uh, but they didn't believe the death, the burial, and resurrection constituted the new birth. They believed you were saved when you repented, had a spiritual experience. So uh, we continued to fellowship with uh, Costas, uh, 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 Brother Zafi Roglu. Brother Bondalaki, Brother Yorgos Tedrocopoulos, uh, and and others, Brother Titos, and uh, there was a, a handful of other Greek uh, preachers, pastors, and so we continued fellowshipping with them, and I would preach for them uh, from time to time, but. I would sow seed. I kept putting the seed, death, burial, and resurrection, death, burial, and resurrection uh, for my first tenure. Uh, and I just didn't, kind of hoping it would catch hold. And I, I would see some results that some of them started picking up on, on the death, the burial, and resurrection, that that's the fundamental salvation plan, Acts 2.38. And, but uh, it was... Uh, uh, just took time uh, visiting, being friends, fellowshipping. And uh, I remember when I came back from my first deputation, uh, the Lord has spoke to me through many people. Uh, Brother T.W. Barnes has won. But they all would say, Brother Strickland, God has given you the authority in Greece. So don't be afraid. Use it. And so I, I made up my mind when I got back, I'm going to call all these guys together and I'm going to really go after uh, getting them organized. Uh, also, in the meantime, uh, uh, Brother Rodenbush had become our uh, regional director in place of Brother uh, McFarland. Uh, he visited Greece when we had our first national conference and uh, uh, was uh, really uh, amazed and told me personally, Brother Strickland, I've not seen this uh, crowd of people in uh, all of Europe uh, up to that time. Uh, so uh, he encouraged me. So we, did, we kept moving forward to trying to organize and then nationalize. Uh, we first got organized. I remember I had brother, elder brother uh, Young from uh, Curtis Young's father, Simeon Young's father. He was with me as an aim worker. So we we uh, went to Athens and met with the preachers there uh, at Brother Bondalakis' house. And when I arrived there, they were all in the corner talking. And uh, so... Uh, Brother Yorgos there, the Ocopolos, had a revelation. So I got over, I said, what y'all talking about? He said, let me show us what God showed us. And he began to explain to me, death, burial, and resurrection was the new birth. 
And I said, wow, man, that's awesome, man, that's good. And uh, so from there, we really, we all got on the same page, basic fundamental doctrines uh, uh, necessary to to be a part of a organization. And uh, so I, 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 I hit them face on. I had them come up to my place in Thessaloniki uh, after a few weeks, and I told them, I said, are y'all ready to get, are y'all ready to, get organized and uh, would become an organization. And that was a, a hard word for them. But uh, uh, they said, not yet. Not yet, Brother Strickland. And so there were some questions and had a, a, a couple of guys that eventually didn't join with us because of the organization stigma. So we did plan to have a conference, and that was that conference where Brother Tekla Merriam was our main speaker and Brother Jerry Andrasik from uh, uh, Yugoslavia then, Serbia now, and uh, was our speakers. And we had a great conference. Brother Rodenbush was there and was really uh, 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 impressed with it. So uh, Brother Tekla Merriam was preaching and so they wanted the Greeks, and everybody said, uh, can we talk to Brother Tekla Merriam? And uh, so we had a special session with Tekla Merriam that, uh, that everybody could ask him questions. And so the Greeks started asking questions about how did the work in uh, Ethiopia get going. And, of course, Brother Tekla Merriam was strong on unity. It has to be unity, unity, unity. And so he, he spoke, and when he got through speaking, simultaneously all the fundamental pastors of the Greeks turned and looked at me and said, Brother Strickland, we're ready to get organized. And so we did. We had special meetings where we uh, proportioned the country out. Uh, we divided north from the south. And uh, uh, we some preachers in Athens was driving all the way to the Bulgarian border to have meet with the group, and others was going to all the way to uh, halfway to Turkey to go meet with the group. And uh, so I said, y'all doing a lot of time driving forever like that. Uh, won't you let uh, uh, Brother Kostas, who was in the north, and then Brother Bonavakis was in the south, and uh, Zafi Roglu, and I said, well, let the guys that are closest to these places go minister to those people. And so that's what we began doing. And uh, it was working uh, really well. And uh, so after, I guess, maybe a year or so of that, we started the nationalization process, which is spelled out in the missionary manual on the steps to do that. We followed those steps uh, uh, and in cooperation with Brother Rodenbush, and we became nationalized. I think uh, I can't remember exactly how many churches we were at that time and what our, uh, 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 how many preachers we had at the time. But fundamentally, we were, uh, we created a national board. Uh, for first five years, the national board 
would be under the leadership of the missionary. Uh, 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 I think if I got that right. No, a missionary would have to be a member of the national board. And uh, so after uh, we, we created offices of uh, superintendent or president, uh, secretary, general secretary, general youth leader, uh, educational director, and uh, youth youth leaders. So uh, we had an election, and we elected all of our leaders for these different offices uh, according to the manual. Uh, so. Uh, they wanted to, I refused to be elected as the president because I wanted it to be a Greek work. As I had spoken earlier, you got uh, the Greeks were very sensitive about uh, being, uh, things being Greek in Greece. And so I, I, uh, I steered Brother Costas into running and uh, everybody voted unanimously for Brother Costas to be our first president. Well, he was president for about six or seven years when the split came. And uh, so uh, after that, after the split, Brother Bondalakis and Brother Costas became kind of uh, like a difficult relationship with them. And uh, so Brother Bondalakis, he resigned from being general secretary, he's the treasurer, and uh, was just wanted to be a member and uh, not be in the leadership. And Brother Kosas resigned being a president. And so that left us without a president for a little period of time. Well, I was in the States uh, and uh, uh, came back. And we had a meeting, and I got everything back together. I said, we got to have a president. So they they just all insisted, Brother Sim, you are you are the president. You're the man for the be the president. You've got the means. You've got the education. You've got the the backing, and so you're the one. So I allowed them at that time. Uh, basically because there wasn't another to vote me in as the president, and they've done that ever since. So technically, we have a president, we have a general secretary treasurer for which, uh, and we had a youth director and uh, educational director. Uh, Two years ago, I believe it was, maybe three, three, three years ago. Years get by fast. Uh, uh, Brother Yorgos was uh, became our general secretary treasurer, but he became incapacitated, and basically, I was doing all the work anyhow. So they voted to let me manage both positions, superintendent. Uh, superintendent and uh, uh, secretary-treasurer because I had control of most of the funds anyhow. So uh, I have done that uh, 
since that time. Then uh, Brother Nikos Jonathan was our youth director for the period that he was here. Then after Jonathan left, Brother Nikos Kokinos took over, but he got so involved in his work and everything that he hasn't been able to do it. And so uh, I've just uh, been using different ones to try and work with the youth. So at the moment, we don't really have an official uh, youth secretary. I use uh, Aliki and Yorgo, and I asked Sister Christine as far as uh, the crossroads in Athens wide. And uh, we're working towards uh, pulling the youth back together at this time. So uh, these are just some of the challenges uh, that, that we've had. And there's traveling and uh, just language was also uh, a challenge in the beginning. Uh, that's another subject for another day. So, okay, I'm going to go on to the next uh, The next question was number four. What efforts or steps had been made toward nationalization prior to your arrival in the country? Uh, there had been none. Mother Demas had not made that effort. There was because there's only his church and uh, the, although he had made contacts with all these people I don't know what his intentions were but uh, as long as I knew they, they uh, when I arrived there was just the one church so uh, number five is what efforts or steps were made toward nationalization during the time you were on the field well I, I've, I've uh, explained all that already. Now you have to answer for yourself on that. I can't answer for you because we were already nationalized. Number six is explain the administrative setup of the National Church, and I just explained that as well. Uh, technically, in the Constitution, there's a president, there's a general secretary, there's a youth director, and there's an educational director. There's a northern presbyter and a southern presbyter. And uh, uh, over the last few years, those uh, different ones have resigned or, or were incapacitated, I should say. Uh, so a lot of that has just fallen back on the main office of the presidency to uh, organize those things or appoint people uh, to take care of these ministries. Uh, Brother uh, uh, Brother Costas, Brother Yorgos, Brother Gold, and myself have been the national board uh, until you arrived uh, and then we included which, according to our Constitution, we, we should do, is included you into on the, uh, the National Board and as a member of the organization. The National Board would, is a, a choice that we, we made uh, to include you. And then uh, I uh, included Brother Larry and Brother Yanni, 
Brother Yanni to represent the Spanish on the board and Brother Larry to represent the Filipinos on the board. And though they were they have been accepted. So that's where we're at now as with as far as our national board, which is uh our where we do our planning and uh hash things out from time to time, uh, which you know you've been involved in. So uh, that's kind of the way we're set up right now. Uh, we could possibly start tightening up the ship a little bit and uh, get some new people. Having uh, uh, international and Greeks in the same organization creates its own set of difficulties and sensitivities, and uh, but primarily most of our internationals really uh, have a burden to work with the Greek people, and the Greek people want the internationals. It's just when you get them together, blending blending them together. So uh, number six is explain the administrative setup. With okay, number seven. What does your constitution provide as the role of the missionary in the nationalized church? Uh, in our Katastatiko, uh, uh, our constitution, which is directly from the, the missionary manual, we have made some uh, amendments, but basically it's the same as what's in the missionary manual, uh, is that... Uh, a representative from the United Pentecostal Church must be on the the board uh, and be accepted as licensed ministers in the organization. Now, their individual roles are not really spelled out, uh, but typically uh, most uh, nationalized countries, uh, they, a missionary... Uh, if you have a missionary already, in my case, I'm I'm superintendent. But you uh, one one a missionary will take the education program, the Bible school program. Uh, other missionaries will take uh, uh, an evangelism uh, approach. Uh, others will do pioneering, opening up new areas, new works where there seems there, there there has not been so that's kind of the way we are uh, uh, and the missionaries that we've had here before uh, how has your role well this is for you to answer but how has your role changed through through the years boy well it's just percolated up just according to the plan uh you know, basically, the first years are dependency, and then independency, and then interdependency. Uh, uh, so in the beginning, we took sort of the mother church approach, and we strengthened the crossroads, and we started breaking off works from the crossroads. And then with the Greek people, we developed the Greek people. Uh, into uh, uh, the fundamental doctrines and uh, acquainted them with working in unity and harmony 
then uh, then we we became uh, nationalized and organized and nationalized and my role then began to change I began to be more of a uh, a mentor to pastors and churches rather than being a pastor uh, uh, personally, although I, I pop in and out every now and then. I've been pastor at the Crossroads three times, I think it is, over the years. Uh, so uh, until now we, we've reached the state where uh, as a superintendent I'm uh, just uh, supervising and organizing and casting vision uh, pretty much with my responsibilities. Uh, an advisor, a counselor, and uh, just overseer if I see things I think need to be redirected, corrected. I, I will do that if I've got to, to uh, discipline somebody uh, in order to get them to <laughs> behave or to do what's right, I I try to do that in love and and uh, get them all on the back in loving fellowship with everybody. So then uh, also I've been involved in our opening up Armenia and I was in Albania and then uh, we went to uh, northern. Ma well, we used to call it Skopje, uh, but uh, it's been renamed now to Northern Macedonia. So uh, that's kind of been kind of my my role and what all we have done. Uh, what financial policies have aided in the church becoming self-supporting church? We have a uh, our national uh, program. Uh, this that all churches will pay fifty pay ties into the uh, uh, the na national office to the national treasury, and from there we operate as much as possible with the funds that we have. Uh, I have uh, been able to raise funds to assist the national work, which you know. Account forty one thirty five was that was raised in order to uh, found churches where we can uh, assist in travel, we can as assist in church rental, and things of that nature. Uh, we've assisted in uh, some crusades and things of that nature from that account. Uh, but the the national church through the ties. Uh, and offerings we get sometimes. We take a special offer at a conference or something to help uh, uh, some of the works. Uh, uh, we're we're not there yet, but uh, we we're doing pretty well. We're doing pretty well there. Uh, I can't give you any figures right now, off the top of my head, but we managed to pay a lot of the travel expenses for uh, <coughs> for Equite. And uh, we are helping uh, some of our pastors, uh, uh, like in Crete, we, we've helped them. We've also helped in the missions work. We've helped 
Brother Bagrat, we helped Brother Mike in Africa. Uh, uh, let's see what else. Uh, I, we we help preachers sometimes to uh, that are having difficulty. Uh, some Brother Yorgos said Yanni and I had a heart attack here a while back, but uh, and uh, so he was incapacitated for a pretty good while. We were able to. Uh, Send him a little offering from the national treasure, uh, occasionally, and uh, just helping out the national work. Now we're having a having a, a campground, and uh, so uh, that's going to be a whole new uh, ball game, and uh, how that develops is yet to be seen. But it's an exciting time. So, uh, let's see. Uh, what would you consider, 15, <clears throat> what would you consider to be the greatest hindrance to nationalization in your field and why? Uh, nationalization, I think I covered that already. It, it, I think it was the, the nationals mentality. Uh, <clears throat> I've, I've been uh, a uh, ardent supporter of Nations should reach the national people. Uh, too many have just gone the way of international, and uh, it, that's to me it's it's not a real representation of the country. If we just had Filipinos in our church, it would not really be a representation of, uh, and it's not an excuse to not do the harder work of reaching the nationals. It seems international churches seem to pop up pretty easy, uh, but <clears throat> when if you go, if you're going to fight the battle and try and actually reach the national people, that's a longer grind. So uh, I think that's probably the the uh, the one of the most difficult things. Nationalization uh, is probably been to. Uh, the the culture of the the national people for me was the the number one uh, number sixteen what strategy guided you toward nationalization were there particular resources you found helpful if so what were they I've already said and discussed most all of this already but back to that main subject what strategy guides you toward nationalization well <laughs> headquarters. <laughs> Uh, they preached it to us, you know. You, the idea is to build indigenous, self-supporting, independent churches. And that's, that's what I went to do, and that's what I did. So uh, nobody coerced me, nobody begged me, nobody uh, said uh, this is what you should do. It was from the very beginning when I got my call to be a missionary and got my training in the missionary it was to build a self-supporting indigenous church and that's what we've been doing so I, I hope this has been a help to you brother you're free if there's any blanks in there you need filled write me back and uh, and read direct the question and then uh, I'll see if I can answer more specifically uh, I hope that uh this recording uh, is going to be uh, intelligible for you. So I'm going to sign off now. God bless. I'm going to see if I can send this to you. Goodbye.